Hello, my friends. Good morning, evening, and afternoon to you, wherever you are. However you are hearing us, welcome to Smoking and Toasting. This is the show that's all about uh, craft beer, fine spirits, and hand-rolled cigars. My name is Cruz. My good friend and co-host is Mr. Ian Barry. Ian, hi. How are you, buddy? That guy's crazy. Yeah, he's a little nuts. <laughs> I, we have to start by apologizing because I think we teased... Uh, something that we're actually not going to deliver on. This is show number 40. This is uh, show number 40. And I think we talked about calling this show 40 Ounces to Freedom and testing only, <laughs> uh, uh, taste testing only uh, 40s in yes, this show. We, we thought about that. And as much as I love that idea, I like what we're going to do. Even That's, we'll just have to we'll just have to roll it over to the 80th episode. Okay, then it'll be per- 80s night where each one of us brings two 40s. Two 40s, and okay, see that's perfect. Now, now we <laughs> so that will be coming up uh, uh, a little later on in the chronology, if it, as it were, <laughs> of smoking and toasting. Also uh, coming in the very uh, near future, we were just talking about the behind the scenes for getting ready for this show. Uh, we are going to be doing smoking and toasting's first. Blind taste test of light beers. Light beer blind taste test. And I think it'll be a lot of fun. I think it'll be maybe very revealing. And, uh, you know, we can we can both admittedly at times be a bit of a beer snob. So oh, I'm totally a beer snob. And I'm a little terrified that I might find that I like, you know, the official beer of football or something <laughs> it could happen it could totally happen so we have that to look forward to uh, and I, I to by the time we do show 41 we'll be able to tell you when that show is coming so uh that's that's going to be in the next month what if, or what so. if i like a cold activated beer i don't really know what to do <laughs> i don't know it's when the mountains turn blue does it taste better that's, <laughs> well, that's what i was when the mountains for. are no longer blue it's <laughs> not good <laughs> that's right <laughs> it's um, an early warning system on today's show though uh, and here's the reason we're not doing and 40 Ounces to Freedom, uh, we have a couple of very special guests, and I'm really, really psyched about this because we have Yuante Curry and Christopher Hart that are going to be joining us on the show. They are part of the Houston Whiskey Social, which is celebrating its second year event coming up on the 19th in Houston. So they'll tell us all about the event, and they'll tell us, you know, all about whiskey, and th- this sounds like a win-win to me. So, yeah, well, in fact, I mean, there's Houston there's Whiskey no, Social just sounds like something fun. If you are uh, doing Facebook Live and watching this, you can see the bottles I think already that are gathered here. So, uh, pretty exciting. Yeah, and the guys are waving. So, uh, we'll be starting with them on uh, on segment two. Uh, a lot going on this week. Um, ridiculous laws are in the hopper, state laws, one in Pennsylvania, one in Texas. We have to tell you about these because they're so awful uh, that if you live in either one of these states, you may want to think and, uh, you know, do that. I that's, mean, that's got me grinding my teeth a bit, how, i got to tell you. How cliche is it to say, write your congressman? But there's got to be something that can be done. I mean, you, you, should, you should be able – and look, write your state – congressman or legislator if you're in texas or uh, pennsylvania where these ridiculous laws we'll tell you about we'll tell you the full story but but right those guys don't get any mail you know what i'm saying the state guys it's only the national guys that get you know that have the sexy congressman jobs just, these just, guys <laughs> these guys are like you know they're trudging it out on the state capital steps in pennsylvania i think it's what's the capital of pennsylvania like harrisburg who wants to live in harrisburg <laughs> you know what i mean like it's not a very sexy uh, appointing so uh, so these guys would love to hear from you and you can you can tell them all about it you know, in texas admittedly they live in austin that's kind of cool 
but you know what are you going to do uh so that's coming up i'll tell you about both of those stories they're they're they got me like really ticked off and so we'll get to that uh but i've i've just had such a great week this week and i was thinking about you a couple of days ago and i thought i saw you post a uh uh, uh, something on the Facebook page, and I thought, you know what? If he's having half as good a week as I am, he must have a good cigar review coming up. So, did you smoke anything interesting? I did this smoke week? something interesting. As a matter of fact, I had a busy week. Okay, yeah. so uh, I had uh, a little bit of time this weekend to smoke a cigar, but I ended up smoking cigars that I've had and talked about before. Um, and I realized last night after I got home from the studio because we're in a mixing and mastering process for my uh, uh, band recording right now, mm-hmm. and so I got home at about midnight. And I picked out a cigar that I hadn't had before. This was a uh, uh, Macanudo Maduro. Now, that's interesting because I would think that that would be a lighter cigar than you would choose. It is very much lighter than I would choose. But, I, you know, I figured I'd try it anyway. It's I had it in there. And I've talked about a lot of the cigars in my humor. Quite frankly, I'm running out of cigars. <laughs> so i got to stop I got to stop this process of just giving you something that we've – like. <laughs> we to, for those that, that don't know, E and I will occasionally split a box. We have a tendency to split a box of something we've already had and already liked and talked about yes. on the show. So we have to venture into new territory. So the old standbys, we need, like, new – influx of cigars so anyway this was a hampton court corona uh is the size it was a 5.5 by 42 ring gauge mm. uh, it was beautiful it was gorgeous it was a uh, this dark oily maduro wrapper it was on the mild side for a cigar overall the uh the uh, pre-light uh the pre-light sniff was earth straw a little bit and mocha mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kind of uh smells uh i know the, that straw smell that you're talking right. about that lighter cigars yeah, yeah, often yeah. have and it's not an unpleasant thing it's no just, not at all but it's not something if you're going for like some of the big maduros or the big full right right and it's habanos you don't you don't smell that same smell right and it falls under the earthy smell kind uh-huh. of thing sometimes you get a little campfire sometimes you get a little pine needle kind of smells kind of thing but this this definitely had a very uh straw kind of smell and everything the pre-light draw was a little tight uh um, the initial light was actually really harsh. Really? Yeah, really harsh. Right off. It's, I mean, it was, I felt like I was lighting a cigarette right Macanudo off the bat. Macanudo is not known for harsh. I know. It was very know? strange to me. And I don't know. You know, it could be a one-off. Maybe mine was abused a little bit before I got it or something. But um, but it was pretty harsh on the initial light. It was very cigarette-y. Uh, I went through that, and it, it got more chocolate and mocha kind of flavors going on, which was pretty nice. And mm-hmm. they were mellow. Yeah. Um, the first third still had a lot of that cigarette-y kind of uh, taste to it. Not the worst thing, but not what I was expecting from it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, still had a lot of chocolate and mocha and started developing some vanilla, so then I did my whiskey sniff. Now, you guys out there know what the whiskey sniff is. That's where I smoke, you know, about an inch of a First cigar, and then I go so, smell yeah. my whiskey and figure out which one of those is going to go with it, right? So I landed on a Glenfiddich 15, and uh, which is delicious, by the way. <laughs> and, uh, and, and it really complimented the cigar, but it... it uh, let me just go ahead, go ahead and say, um, the second third of this cigar smoked way smoother. So, like, the whole middle section of the cigar was was actually quite nice. And you're enjoying it much more. And I was enjoying it much more, and I had the whiskey there balancing it out. Um, the third third of this, it got harsh. It just, it the flavor backed up and turned into this bitter harshness, and I, I just gave it up. Like, right at the third third, wow. I just... I was done with it. It burned beautiful. The mm-hmm. construction was beautiful. Mac Everything was about very it well constructed, was gorgeous. Yes. But that was my. Uh, that was my. It was a little disappointing to me. It was okay. I got two thirds of a cigar out of it. Yeah. You know, and it was you know one thirty in the morning by the time I stopped. Anyway, so. <laughs> and there was the Glenfiddich. So, right. and uh, this just so all of you out there know, this is my 
fantastic handwriting. There you go. That's that's Ian Cigar. Yes, this is what happens when I'm outside in the dark. Do you uh, remember the price on? Cigar. Uh, do you remember the price on? Uh, you know what? I totally forgot to look up the price on a cigar, but uh, off the top of my head, I think it's about seven dollars a cigar. So at that so price, what do you? Price think? versus quality. I was not very happy with it. Maybe it's a flavor someone else would like. Uh, so I'd have to give it about a three on my scale because I, I okay. wanted it to be better all the way through. Yeah, you don't want the harshness. That's, no, it was you know, so harsh. It's fine for it to be mild because you would choose it in a situation where you wanted a milder cigar like you know the morning or depending on what you'd had to eat or whatever but uh yeah it's i understand what you're saying yep. that's that's how about you well i had a really interesting cigar experience uh this week i had no idea what cigar i would smoke and talk about on the show but like you if i'm smoking something i've already talked about i have in the back of my mind oh i gotta figure something else out uh, you know that we can mention on the show right. so i full disclosure had no idea what I held in my hand. But I had ordered online a sampler pack of Fonseca cigars. And I I like Fonseca. I don't mm-hmm. I wouldn't put them in my, you know, they're my favorite brand category. Or Not anything. the Desert Island cigars. Yeah, no, but I but I like them. Yep. They've always been consistent. They've always been good. I couldn't even tell from looking at this band on the cigar what it really was. It had the F, so I knew it was Fonseca and I knew I'd gotten it in that sampler. Uh, but the print was pretty small, quite frankly thought it was probably a budget smoke when I lit it up. <laughs> but guess what? Manuel Casada strikes again. He blended this thing. And I think he's now my favorite cigar blender. Like, anytime his name is attached to a cigar, I seem to enjoy it more than average. Awesome. Uh, this cigar is the Fonseca. I found out as I like went and I, I actually took a picture of the band, and I'll post the picture on the, uh, on the Facebook page, but... Uh, when I went to research it to see what this is that I'm smoking, it was the Fonseca 120th Anniversary Rarissimus. Not a cheapy cigar. No, although it's not as expensive as you might think, but but certainly not you know not, not like a, a, a super budget. Yeah, uh, it was medium to full bodied. Uh, here's what I found out: sun grown Habano Vuelta Arriba wrapper. I'm not even sure what that is, uh, but. Okay, uh, Cuban seed tobacco from the DR and from Nicaragua, uh, and the pre-light on it. What, I clipped it, and I thought, huh, it was just earthy and wonderful. And then I lit it up, and from the very first puffs, I knew this cigar was going to be a winner. It was intense, uh, but it was balanced and complex. There were notes of uh, leather and spice, a uh, little bit of a nutty characteristic all the way through, but it was so complex. So then I researched the price because I was like, well, I, I got this in a five-pack. I have no idea how much it did originally. It's a 7 to $8 cigar. It's not. They could easily sell the cigar for 12 to $15. And you'd be it happy was, with yeah, it. And I'd be nice. happy. I, I would feel at 12 to $15, I'd rate it a five or a six with, you know, we always talk about on price to quality that five means you got what you paid for, right? Yep. Uh, I'm going to give this thing an eight at a seven or $8 cigar. It's way above. Nice. What you feel like you paid for. So, and honestly, I last week I reviewed that Rocky Patel uh, fifty five. Like I was like, okay, I gotta like scale down this week. I gotta not not go for something <laughs> quite so over the top because I can't just be raving about things all the time. Uh, but this was uh, fantastic. This cigar, by the way, commemorates the history of the cigar of the Casada family and their contribution to the production and art form of the cigar. This is what I found out. Uh, the cigar blend was created to honor the family's Cuban heritage. That sounds delicious. It uh, it's a winner. I've now got to find out where I can buy more of those because that was that was fantastic. All right, it's smoking and toasting coming up. Christopher and Yuante from the Houston Whiskey Social will join us, and they brought whiskey. It's Boy, smoking and toasting.
Welcome back. It's Smoking and Toasting. My name is Cruz. My partner and co-host, uh, Ian Barry, uh, is here. And uh, we're going to be uh, bringing on just a moment Christopher Hart and Yawante Curry from the Houston Whiskey Social. Uh, but first, I just wanted to mention, I posted an article on our Facebook page that Bobby, our producer, sent me uh, uh, during the week. And it was... It was one of those things. I looked at it. and I thought, you know, I don't. I'm not sure we can even talk about this on the show. Like it may be too, like in depth. But if you are interested in the whole craft beer versus the big boys and what it really means, it was a fascinating article. It's the best article I've read on this subject uh, that Bobby found, and I have uh, linked to it on the Facebook page. So go and read it. It's it's terrific. I mean, it's it just it's, it's a lot of insight. It really is. It, it's it was written by a guy who worked for the uh, majors for many years uh, for the major distributors, and then wound up getting involved in a smaller uh, craft brewery. And so he really does kind of know both sides of it, and that's one of the things that made it uh, so fascinating. So we've talked so much about this on the show on the past you know thirty nine episodes. Uh, that I thought if, if you're interested in it at all, it is easily the best thing I've read on it. And it's not like totally biased in, in one way or another. It's a pretty, I thought, a pretty fair look at it. So uh, so check it out. Uh, and thanks, Bobby, for finding that. That was terrific. So uh, Yuante and Chris uh, from the Houston Whiskey Social are here. The Houston Whiskey Social is about to do its second, I'm going to say second annual. Is that right? That's yeah, that, right. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Second annual uh, event in Houston. And so I guess Chris and Yuante, first of all, welcome to the show. Thanks for thanks coming Thanks for in. having us. Yeah, and thanks absolutely. for bringing the whiskey. Holy oh, no problem. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like this, we're yeah. in it for this. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. to be fair, this is just what we carry around okay. every day. So it's not nothing special be your here. Friend. <laughs> it's you know it happens. We're we're constantly bringing uh, you know beers and and uh, whiskeys and stuff up to do the show, and uh, the people in the building where we are will will see this, and they always go, "Oh, party!" And I always go, "No, Thursday." Thursday. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so yeah, I totally get that. But Houston Whiskey Social, first of all, what is it? And and how is it different? There's so many whiskey uh, events around now because it's become a, a, a bigger and, and more popular thing. So how is this one different and, and what is it about exactly? So, yeah, you're absolutely right. There are a few uh, festivals throughout the year, mm-hmm. whiskey events and whatnot, but a lot of them are from out of state. Right, they kind of they kind of come to town and throw an event, right? Right. Yeah, they come yeah. to town, and a lot of them, you know, every state their laws are a little bit uh, different, right? Mm-hmm. Texas is very restrictive, and a lot of these out of towners will come in and they put on a great event. We go to all of them. We we absolutely love them. Uh, from whiskeys of the world, which we participated mm-hmm. in last year, uh, to the to uh, whiskey, whiskey extravaganza, extravaganza. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they they do a very uh, and this is not an insult. A very cookie cutter style. With they try to avoid any potential law, anything that could get them in any trouble. Correct, yeah. gray Correct. area. Right? Just avoid it by a large margin. Right, right. right. right so right. what they do is they they, they approach every state from as vaguely as possible mm-hmm. and, and kind of cookie cutter that thing. And what it does is it ties their hands. They right. they, they they pull TABC permits and, and these sorts of things and. Um, if you do it right and follow the law and actually look at the law, you don't need to to do a lot of the things 
Uh, and what it does is it kind of frees things up to allow you to do more fun and creative stuff. I mean, so give me an example of something that you do that that they would maybe be a little more hesitant to do. Right. So we we're doing uh, three or four things. One, I'm not allowed to tell you until you get there. Okay, fair enough. Um, uh, but we we do three or four things that are not only have never been done by a festival, but they've never been done in Texas history. Mm. Uh, a couple of the things we're doing. First of all, we purchased an entire barrel of bourbon just for the event. And that was picked by people who live here in Houston. Yeah, so people who attended last year, they, they had a chance and they signed up and they actually taste tested barrel samples. Um, and, and we bought the entire barrel. So this was picked by Houston. Uh, the event's being thrown by Houstonians. The barrel was picked by Houstonians. And um, it'll, it can't be found anywhere in the world. It can only be featured at the event. We, we bought every bottle. So Wow. Um, this would be a good time, by the way, to point out that this event is happening Friday, May 19th. Next Friday, at, yeah. yeah <laughs> from 7 to 9.30. And uh, it's at the Houston Scottish Rite Event Center. Where is that exactly? It's just across on the, on the, on the uh, what's the name on of that the old theme park? side of where the Astro Dome used to be. No, the, oh, okay. the Astroworld. Astroworld, Astroworld so yeah, it's Astroworld. just across from Energy Stadium on West, West Belfort. Okay. So, I mean, you're talking, you can see it from, from the building. So. Is it where the river ride used to be? Because I loved that. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not exactly <laughs> sure it's been quite some time. But uh, the other thing we did this year, which is probably the, the thing I'm most proud of, is we acquired uh, a bunch of bottles going as far, every decade, going as far back as World War II. Wow. And so people can come, we, VIP ticket holders who pay for the VIP price can come mm-hmm. and taste bottles that were that were literally, you know, liquid that's been sitting in that glass since since 80 years ago. This is stuff you could never, like outside of an event that's like this, you, you can't never get it have an bar. opportunity Correct. to taste You can't that. go to any bar and get it because of TABC. You can't buy it from a store. This is right. all stuff that's been uh, acquired at, at, like you know, you've heard of Sotheby's style mm-hmm. auction houses mm-hmm. right. over, overseas. Uh, and a lot of them have come from my personal collection, but I, I want people to taste. I mean, this is literally tasting history. This is back when there were only 48 states before we landed on the moon. I mean, uh, and the the thing that I we mentioned yesterday for the first time, this is back when when Winston Churchill uh, was prime minister. You know, World mm-hmm. War Two, and what we've actually done is we've gotten a hold of his great grandson Jonathan, and uh, he will be coming to the event, and we will be opening the night off with a toast where we partnered with Balvini. Or Balvene, depending on your pronunciation. <laughs> depending on where you're from. So John Wingo will be yeah. there. Yeah. 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 That guy has a party Wingo, like, package. Wingo will not, but Allardyce oh. will. And he's, well, he's also favorite. a party yeah. package. <laughs> yes. Uh, but they, we're going to be toasting the night, starting the night off with a toast with Winston Churchill's great grandson. Wow. He, he's coming just for the event to start the night off. And, and like I said, we'll, they'll be doing cocktails. Preamble, uh, which is a, a great craft house on the south side of town, will be. Mixing cocktails from every decade going back to World War II. So gin was popular in the 50s. Cognac was great in the 70s. Right. Uh, we've got something from every decade that is not being produced anymore, is no longer around, and you can't get it anywhere and else. And this was makes, that's what makes us different. We're going to give you the experience that you won't experience at any other festival. We wanted to have you talking about this for the next year, all the way up until the next one, and continuously talking about it and sharing your experience about the event, what you saw at the event, what you tasted at the event. All of these things. So it's more than just a lineup of tables and Correct. the various whiskey people sort of showing off their wares, although that's happening, right? Yes. Absolutely. So we, we are featuring more than 200 different 
bottles for you to, to taste. <laughs> 200 different expressions. There'll be far more than 200 different bottles. But so how early can we start? <laughs> yeah, so. VIP gets in at 6 o'clock. Okay, that's good to know. Yep. VIP gets in earlier. General yeah. admission gets uh, in at 7. So I, I want to start the tasting because you've got, you brought a lot of whiskey and I'm like like really excited. Don't be intimidated. There's only eight of them. But okay, well that's... And four of us. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but, but, but let me ask you this before we get to the tasting. Uh, what's the best way for people to get tickets? Is it at the door? Is it online? What's the best way to do it? The best way to do it is... www.houstonwhiskeysocial.com. Get your tickets there. Any questions that you may have, you can find answers there. And if you can't find those answers, you can just send us an email and we'll get back to you as quickly as possible. Houston Whiskey Social. Whiskey with the E and everything's with on e, Eventbrite yeah. as well. And of course, we've okay. got a great Facebook page kind of providing updates as we go. Cool. Love it. All right. What You guys came in with the whiskey. What should we taste first? Well, let's uh, start... I, I, we're going to go high proof if you're okay with that. I'm totally fine. I, I'm a big fan of cast strength. So we, what we did, a uh, big fan of ours, um, is Balconies. This is a Texas distillery. Yes. There are like one or two uh, phenomenal distilleries here in Texas, and Balconies makes a beautiful thing called Rumble Cask Reserve. This is uh, 64.9%, so that'll put some hair in your chest. You had me at Balconies, actually. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, usually we pop that right Oh, I see the, what you're saying. Right yeah, we the sound effect. Yeah. Yeah. We've recorked it. There, there it is. You know, that's what we're <laughs> yeah, looking yeah, for. Yeah, you even know? better. It's even audio, better. So, that's, uh, so that's a big deal. Um, all right, so we'll... And I have a, a bottle of their blue corn whiskey at my house that Could I spend to from time to time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I remember tasting that, the blue corn, when we were on the... Uh, uh, when we were on the show from Whiskeys of the World, right, right, yeah, those guys. You came guys in actually and did recorded it. there, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. Uh, it was a fun time, and we said yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, like I said, <laughs> he's we're pointing at the whiskey. I'm like, <laughs> yes, uh, that answer is always yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to say no to that. Ian, have you have you had this one before? I have not had this one. It smells this is, wonderful. Let, let me just review what what we've got here. This is the Rumble Cask Reserve. Now, that's not technically whiskey, but it sure as heck tastes like it. No kidding. So is is this... this is probably one of the best things they make. So it, it's it's made with turbinado sugar and figs. Um, it, it tastes to me, it tastes like un, unmistakably so whiskey. But it's, how would you classify it then? So if it's not a whiskey. The way the TTB classifies things, this technically falls under other spirits. Uh, they're very specific with whiskey and bourbon and straight bourbon, but um, that is by far one of my favorite things they make. And it it'll it's just sweet and and it's got all the the wooden notes and and of course it's aged in a barrel so it has an almost um like almost approaching a rum kind of sweetness to it in a great way it opens the first note i get is fig Mm -hmm. but then boom here comes the heat and when the heat hits you're like oh yeah whiskey yeah you know what i mean vanilla yeah Yeah. and vanilla tons of vanilla and oak on the on the back of it once your mouth kind of uh numb not numbs but kind of opens up to the idea of drinking (laughs) yes um, once you bludgeon your mouth with the whiskey (laughs) it's uh it's 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 just uh, it's one of my favorites and the nose on it is just incredible that's really good okay we opened really strong here so (laughs) when we get back to the next segment uh it's going to be an interesting uh an interesting transition. Um, it's the second annual uh, Houston Whiskey Social. It's going on on the 19th, which is a Friday evening, 7 to 9.30 p.m., although I understand VIPs get in a little bit early. Is that That's right? That's correct, yes. an hour earlier. And, and it's at the Houston Scottish Rite Event Center. The address is 2401 West Belfort Boulevard uh, in Houston. But go to the website, which is HoustonWhiskeySocial.com. Whiskey with the E. And uh, that will give you all the information you need. Uh, we are beginning to uh, to recommend it. Yeah. 
Tell me about what's the difference between the regular and the VIP ticket price. Yeah, so they're going to cost about seventy-five for general admission and one thirty for VIP. So VIP is not that much more mm-hmm. than the regular. No, actually, we're, we're on the edge of being the the least expensive event in Houston, and next year we plan for it to be even lower. But that's a secret. So I'm going to tell, tell you, I think this is the time to go VIP. I'm in. It's smoking and toasting. We'll be right back. Chair dance while you're okay. Yes, <laughs> we always do. We always do. Welcome back to Smoking and Toasting. Uh, we are uh, having a really good time on the show today. This is show number 40, by the way. We've done 40 of these babies. We're and over the hill, baby. That includes, by the way, the, um, the mythical and uh, uh, much-talked-about lost episode. It's the one that... that uh, uh, Bobby and the powers that be suggested that we never post. Yeah, <laughs> that's by the end of that one, they were like, eh, "Not so much." It was much. the cruises really bitter uh, uh, yes. episode, and and sense as we, much bitterness in this one. And as we know, uh, you know, bitter can be good with a beer, but beyond that, like, you never want it with a cigar, and probably not with a probably not with a, with a whiskey as well. So no, bitter's not. not one of the not one of the flavor profiles. Unless it's that you're bitters, for. which is different. Bitters is yeah, different. Bitters I like bitters. Different. Yes, absolutely. Right, no fashion. Uh, but this is show number 40, and uh, we're calling this show the Whiskey Social because the uh, guys who are behind the Houston Whiskey Social are here with us, Yuante and Christopher. And uh, guys, we were just talking about, and, and I realize there's there's certain things that the, uh, the laws uh, in Texas will not let you say, but I think we can say this, that if you are going to the Houston Whiskey Social, you are going to love your grab bag. Yes, no, swag bag is going to be yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yes, yes, and we actually uh, this year we got sponsored, which is a little bit unheard of, uh, by Whiskey Advocate Magazine. So that uh, is so cool. Yeah, they will wow. have a uh, copy of their their stuff in the bag, and and uh, for those VIPs coming, uh, you're in you're in for one heck of a treat. So, so. your awesome. your event is uh, on the nineteenth, which is Friday at the Next uh, Friday, yeah. uh, at the HSR Event Center, right? A week a week from this coming Friday because we were doing the show on the eleventh. Uh, but the day after your event is actually World Whiskey Day, which yes. is kind of cool. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, actually, we we had thought about doing it on Saturday, uh, but there there are actually quite a few other whiskey events coming up over the next two weeks, and Friday seemed like perfect, right? I mean, who doesn't like Friday being the end yes. of the week? Oh, yeah, yeah. Friday's my favorite day because you get the whole weekend still ahead of you, yeah. but you're you know you're charging into it full force. I wanted to ask you about. Um, the event is benefiting the Warriors for Freedom Foundation. What is that? Absolutely. So, uh, a couple of, and just kind of as a side note, we the cigar lounge is being manned by none other than the Man Cave Cigar Lounge. We love those guys. Love the yes, guys. We had man. Alan on the interview a while back. <laughs> yes, had Alan on the show. So, uh, Man Cave, which was our natural cigar lounge even before they partnered with us, and and we met a man named Scott Momper. He is a retired. Uh, mil- uh, Marine, um, mm-hmm. and he is actually the co-founder for Warriors for Freedom. It is a nonprofit organization that originally was started out of Oklahoma, and they basically help uh, PTSD and and uh, and I'll give you the whole spiel here. Let me find it here. Um, nonprofit tax exempt organization that provides support to our nation's heroes, their families. Um, and they do a lot of scholarships, social activities. The problem you have with any war is mm-hmm. is you struggle when you come back to find normalcy, right? Yes. That 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 middle ground, just to just to feel 
like you belong, like things are normal. And what they, they really strive to do is to have, uh, you know, fishing tournaments and whiskey socials and as many things as they can to kind of, um, you know, the camaraderie is what they were used to. And when they come back, they still have it. You know, camaraderie correct, is there. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Man Cave Cigars, isn't that the spot that had the Colin oh, no. Kaepernick oh, jersey no. <laughs> that people got to walk over when they came into the store? That, uh, uh, those, that was those guys, right? <laughs> I, well, I, don't, I don't recall or cannot confirm or deny. Uh, but I believe that's you. You, that right you didn't have to step on the jersey. No, it was your that's choice, right. Actually. It was your choice. It's entirely yes. up to you if you want yes. to step they, on well, it. You'll have to understand that the uh, that lounge uh, is, is manned by a retired police officer and is uh-huh. a very uh, veteran-heavy location for That's people who have served. That's what I'm getting at, yeah. So, and, and that whole side, the whole argument was about, you know, uh, freedom of speech. And the, But for them, they've always been, you know, the flag, our country. I get it. I get it. Um, and, and, of course, uh, but we, we've been there. Me and Yuante, uh we're regulars there. We're, we're members there. Yeah. And um, that place couldn't be more full of love and, and just, the like I said, camaraderie, just yeah. galore. I was just about to say, Ian, let's make the plan now to uh, try to go and do a show there because no place is better than a place that is a cigar place that's filled with guys who have the kind of stories to tell that I love these that. guys have to tell. You know what I'm saying? Well, I told you when I went down to Galveston that time and I, I ended up at Havana Alley, also retired vet, just fantastic time. Yeah, yeah oh, of just course. fantastic time. You and then on love Friday it. night, I mean, there's no more bang for buck than at the Man Cave. There's so much whiskey on the table that there's no room to put in. <laughs> yeah. so we, we started doing whiskey nights here yeah. is what he's referring to. So the Houston Bourbon Society, there's a whole group of people. And on the League City side of town, we do mm-hmm. Whiskey Fridays. And okay. everyone brings out a couple bottles, and it's a complete bottle share. All right, let's let's pretend it's Friday right now. Yes, let's do that. Well, that's so what, what we're we doing right now. What are we having next? What are we having next? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, one of my – they're our featured sponsor, but I am under no contractual obligation to pimp them out. But I'm a huge <laughs> fan of Wild Turkey. Um, they carry a little bit of a stigma for those who remember those college yes. days at 101. Oh, I was yes. going to say, to I'm, me, I'm a little scared turkey, of wild but, turkey. Uh, yeah, I'm frightened. Uh, Prove me is, wrong. This is their diamond anniversary bottle. It's one of my. I mean, it's not one of my favorites. I prefer the Russell Reserve picks, but this is an absolutely delicious bottle of wild turkey that they came out with to celebrate Jimmy Russell's 60th year at Wild Turkey. So this is what I love, by the way. It's one of the most fun things about doing this show, is a chance to taste something like that that. I have to admit, I would have walked right past that in the store. Oh, it's phenomenal. Right? It's phenomenal. But I wouldn't um, even think twice about it. Wild turkey scares me. When you taste it, and if it's good, or maybe you hear us talking about it, and if it's good, then people have an opportunity to maybe try something and sample something they wouldn't have before. I was also going to mention, and you you touched at this when you were talking about your your events at at Man Cave, but uh, I don't know what it is about whiskey drinkers, but... They more so than any other like group of people I can think of are so non-possessive when it comes to sharing their, their drink. They want to share. They're like, "Have good. you tried this? Have you tried this? Oh, here, try some of this." Like, and they, and they could be there with like this super expensive bottle, and you don't see them like counting the dollars as they pour them into your glass. This you is know what I mean? Really what, good. What better way to bond than to share a whiskey with someone and then possibly a cigar? I mean, once you sit no, down definitely there, a cigar. No possibility. Know. <laughs> you know, uh, it's funny you say it because every time I go out, if I if I bring a cigar for myself. I almost always bring two extras at right. least. 
uh, just because someone's going to come and be like, hey, what kind of cigar are you smoking? And I end up laying a cigar on them about, you know, 60, 70% of the time. Like, hey, you want one? I have one here. All right. This is the Wild Turkey Diamond Anniversary Jimmy Russell. Am I saying the title of this right? Absolutely. That's correct. Yeah. I will tell you, I I haven't taken a sip yet, but the initial initial, um, inhale on this is fantastic. This is good. Wow. The the molasses flavor. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. no, I was just going to say that that we we, uh, recently, in that bourbon, there's a, a group called Houston Bourbon Society. It's a Facebook group. It's fantastic. But we were recently discussing this. It's got this classic Kentucky copper uh, sweetness to it that just yes. it's 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 metallic but not in a in a negative way it's very distinct well, it's it's a right mineral right flavor away. that's mineral, really good mineral, yeah, mineral yeah, yeah, flavor yeah, yeah. not so if i could put this into words the way i would describe this is this is a whiskey flavor that i've had before and not been that crazy about except this time they did it right is is that is, is that is that how you that that's how right. i would say it, right? that's totally because fair yeah. what i would what i would say is like this sort of flavor, I would say, oh, it's not my favorite. I mean, it's okay if you just want a shot of whiskey, but like it's something to savor. Like, wouldn't be my choice or my favorite. But when I drink this, I'm like, oh, they got this totally right. Like, they aced it this time. You it's, know what I mean? Yeah, it's no, it's absolutely preference. great. Yeah. So I get like just on first taste of this, I get the um, I get a little bit of molasses. That's mm. just fantastic. A lot of sweetness to it's it. It's just delicious. Brown it's sugar, really good. Like brown, sugar, brown sugar. Yeah. yeah, all day long. And then uh, and a little bit of like I put just a tiny bit of water and it opens it up to I a was, little bit of banana yeah, on the I very end. Oh, banana is a great way that. to say that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. little just, just a to touch. That. Yeah, I may have done too much. Almost but. like banana peel. It's not. It's not. Um, it's not real sweet banana on the end it's just 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 a hint well you're it. right yeah. you're right because i just did that with a little water and you can definitely almost on the retro hill and taste that on the retro hill yeah you taste it and wow i'm i'm very impressed I'm, this is totally a whiskey that i would buy um you have a sense of what that sells for like how expensive yeah, is that bottle? So ninety eight dollars. Uh, well, if you night? if you find it for under a hundred, I buy every buy bottle it. you can. But I've <laughs> okay. seen it about one ten, one fifteen. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely up there. That's the only delicious. thing I would critique on it was I would prefer a higher proof. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm under the belief that give it to me straight out of the barrel, as high <laughs> proof as possible, and then if I want to cut it down with water myself, I will. Um, I mean, it's the difference between buying a pre made bottle of, of, of kool-aid as opposed to buying the powder right? right you can sweeten it as much as you want or, right so I, I i like the cast strength versions better but other than that i think it's a fantastic wild turkey offering what's your take on the um the craft distilling industry the fact that there's so many new small and even have? micro <laughs> <laughs> well actually only about two minutes left in this segment but we can come back to it but but i mean do, is this something that you feel is like really a big part of what the whiskey scene is about right now. Do you think it's a passing fad? What is it really all about? about the higher the, proof. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, in the one minute and forty seconds I have, um, I think that you know we we go through phases, right? You mm-hmm. know, uh, vodka was super big in two thousand in the early two thousands, mm-hmm. and then it's kind of slowed down a little bit. Before what we have now with whiskey, the fad was bottlers, people who would source their own whiskey, bottle it and cut it down as much as possible for maximum profits. But now, as a society as a whole, everyone is developing a palate and becoming knowledgeable. I mean, everything you need to know in the world is at at your fingertips. Mm -hmm. And I think the current fad, which I don't think is a fad, I think it's where we've moved to, evolved to, Mm -hmm. is uh, higher proof, cast strength, and your your own stuff. 
You're, you right. know, so, uh, for instance, Whit- Travis Whitmire is putting out a fantastic product, product here in Houston, which I believe, and he's a good friend of mine, but I believe even before he was a good friend of mine that this is the best Texas-made whiskey available, and it's made right here in Houston. And he's, and the stuff you get from the distillery is cast strength, unfiltered. Yeah. Which one You'll, is that? Uh, Whitmire's. Whitmire's. You, okay. If you go up there, the stuff he gets from the distillery is his own stuff. And has barrel flakes in it. I mean, it's unfiltered. Oh. It's pure, unadulterated, just gorgeous brown Texas juice, and it's just—it's phenomenal. Ah, whiskey. Why do I like you so much? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, guys, if you don't mind, we want to do a little craft beer tasting in our next segment. Do you mind uh, sampling some craft beer with us? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, big beer. You're fan. listening to Smoking and Toasting. It's show number forty, baby. We and made our it last to the segment. We just have six more whiskeys to try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, is it already the last segment? <laughs> <laughs> tickets to this show oh it's gonna be so good the suffers are playing in uh uh in about a month or no in uh, just a couple of weeks with the houston symphony orchestra and i'm so jacked i it's have gonna tickets be awesome. for that it's gonna be awesome yes i do too in fact i think you're in the row in front of me yep so excited about that and you then know. i texted the trumpet player and said hey i got tickets to your show he's uh, like see, awesome yeah see there you are showing off your friends in the music business like, again. john's fun <laughs> <laughs> i am name dropping you're listening to smoking and toasting if you just joined us you hit the fast forward, uh, fast forward button. Uh, so, uh, so welcome to this part of the show. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, you've probably been with us, uh, and you know that we got uh, Christopher Hart and Yuante Curry uh, here, and they have brought great whiskey, and they're uh, here to promote an event that we are very excited about, the second annual Houston Whiskey Social. We'll get back to that in a second, but I wanted to mention this, and guys, we're going to ask you to uh, taste test a little uh, beer with us here okay. in this sure, segment. No before there, you do that, I need a sound effect. Okay, go for it. All right. Not nice. bad, not bad. There's two bills out there that I want people to know about, and people listen to this show all over the world. I'm not saying a lot of people all over the world, but they are all over the world. So so we want to uh, recognize the fact that we may have listeners in Pennsylvania, for example, where there's a new bill proposed that would modify the state's smoking ban to ban smoking in virtually all buildings other than private homes. Now, I'm I'm not like the person who believes that you should be able to, you know, smoke in every restaurant and 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 you know that that you should have no restrictions, but this bill would ban smoking not only in bars, but in hotel rooms, casino floors, and here's the one that I can't tolerate. Tobacco stores and cigar bars. What? That's ridiculous. You could not smoke a cigar if this bill business. passes. That's like, that's like banning in a cigar store. That's like banning beer from a bar. Yeah, exactly. Like, that doesn't even oh. make sense. Oh, and that's where Texas is going. So let me get to that. Oh, in, my in just favorite. Yeah, but yeah, this is the Pennsylvania bill. It was re- uh, introduced in the uh, Pennsylvania state. Um, a legislature by Representative Matthew E. Baker, a Republican from Wellsboro. He's joined by 17 other co-sponsors, including 11 Democrats, 6 Republicans. Pennsylvania has, here's another thing to think about, Pennsylvania currently has no excise tax on cigars, and that's why it's home to some of the largest cigar retailers in the country, including Cigars International, Holtz, Famous Smoke Shop, and Atlantic Cigar. If this bill passes... Cigars International's annual event, the Cigar Fest, 
would not be allowed you would not be allowed to smoke at it and it's the largest cigar event in the world think about that that's ridiculous that's ridiculous that's that makes ridiculous. me feel a little bit stabby. I gotta say, well, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. Uh, that's a word, stabby. That's stabby. Sounds like yes, a it is. That's we're a, gonna have to right. actually start uh, an ongoing segment called "Lawmakers Gone Amok." That's what it is. <laughs> right. uh, the Texas State House has passed a bill that would make you pay more for your favorite beer. Thanks, guys. Uh, there's trouble brewing in the craft beer business, and it would make buying a glass of beer in a brewery tap room. More expensive as it stands right now, breweries can sell their own beer in their own tap rooms in the state of Texas without a middleman. So, say you go to St. Arnold, right, in mm-hmm. Houston, and, and, who doesn't? and yeah. you take their tour, right, and then you wind up at the end of the tour, you, you're in their tap room, and you are allowed to sample their amazing beer, and they could sell it to you. And if this bill passes, they would have to sell that beer to someone. To a distributor. Right, to a distributor. And then buy it back. How much before more? Before they can sell the that to you. You, yeah. you, you know yes. who's doing that, right? That, that's lobbyists. That's, oh, of course. You know, that's the liquor stores. The, the so uh, somebody's definitely lining their pockets. Somebody's leaving a package on the table and saying, I'm just leaving that there. Yeah. Now, this, if you happen to pick it up, that's fine. Both right. of these bills that I mentioned, the Pennsylvania and the uh, Texas, have not passed yet. Uh, Brock Wagner of St. Arnold Brewery says there's absolutely no benefit to any consumer, to any business in the state of Texas, with the exception of the distributors, if this passes. Uh, brewers, brewers also point out, by the way, that less than 1% of beer sold in Texas is sold in brewery tap rooms. So yes, like, but that's 1% it, it's, that it's the distributors greedy. aren't getting. Yeah, that's right. Right. And it's, it's a greed grab. Yep. exactly what it is. It's a greed grab. So anyway, I, I thought lawmakers run amok. I thought I'd pass that along. Uh, and, and just in time, by the way, for us to do some craft beer sampling. And I want to uh, say thanks to Chris and Yuante for being willing to do it. I just opened up this, with us, so. this Lagunitas Undercover Investigation Shutdown Ale. I've had this sitting in my I, fridge for like four weeks. I feel like the more syllables you put in the name of something, the yeah. more expensive it should be. <laughs> and the higher the alcohol content, I think. Oh, also, yeah. yes, it's 9.6. It smells amazing. Ooh, I haven't tried mine how about you who have sampled it tell us what you're thinking yeah, what so do you far? think well i haven't sampled it i've been giving it a, a quite a few sniffs so, you know anytime oh, okay, you so. experience something i spend a little bit of time just kind of smelling it and for me it smells like grapefruit and and very uh um uh, there's a little citrus i'll agree with yeah, that there yeah, is the some citrus, citrus is just uh you know almost like a peach it's just very sweet juicy fruits you want to what do right you think to say it i think it tastes like a great day on the beach Ah, uh, I mean, uh, this is delicious. I'm I'm going to say, Ian, if a barley wine married a citrusy IPA, this is the baby. That that's you know what you nailed it because yeah. that was just about what I was going to say. <laughs> Get uh, out of my head! It's creepy. Yes, I know. No, really, it's creepy in there. You know, I don't even want to be in there. It's, it's creepy. No, this is actually really good though, and and you know, people who have listened to a few episodes of the show know that. I love IPAs in particular, citrusy uh, and and uh, really tangy IPAs. And Ian loves barley wine this and that sort of like uh, raisiny uh, right. date sort of uh, flavor, dried fruits. Yeah. And this has this has a very uh, um, IPA kind of upfrontness to it, but the mm-hmm. but the mouthfeel and everything is very much more barley wine. It's actually a much I would agree. thicker um, viscous. This is a uh, yeah. It is a liquid. limited release. Uh, from Lagunitas, who, by the way, 
Uh, they're from Petaluma, California, and they have another brewery in Chicago, Illinois. These guys make great beer. Shoot, yeah. Like, I have not had a Lagunese yeah. beer that I haven't enjoyed. These guys really score. But this is this is in another category. It's delicious. Yeah, this is really good. Now, I don't know how easy or difficult this will be to find. I don't even remember where I bought this. I was like, just about to ask you. I've, I've had it. Uh, it might have been in that end dial, the singles on the end dial at Specs, because I only have one of them. Uh, so that... So that could have been that at the specs on Smith Street, but uh, and That's I would good. say possibly the D and Q, but mm. I haven't been to the D and Q in a while. So I love the D and Q more. Yeah. So you love uh, it more? I was just about to say, how much of a heaven is oh, Specs Street? It, yeah. oh, oh, it is. Well, but have it, you been to D and Q as well? Yeah. Have you been to the D and Q Mart? No, I have not. Okay, D and Q Mart's on Richmond. It's awesome. You yeah. just I I won't even try to explain it. Just go there. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. I walk in there and I go, Brandon, what am I going to try on the show this week? And he just hands me a beer and I buy it and we walk out. It it's it's amazing. It's a, it's an amazing spot. I love it and I love Specs too. It's like they're so different. There's such a different experience for me. Specs is very much the 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 metropolis. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's 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 everything you ever want in beer uh dnq mart is not in a direct competition that's a little mom and pop shop the guy when he went on vacation the whole store shut down for two weeks <laughs> wow. like that's the kind of place it is literally a mom right. and pop shop and and he just self-curates it. he's got yeah i was gonna say he's curated meat, his beers uh, you know? wines beers i mean and he's got great taste that sounds like sergio's in louisville oh my yeah. god let's not even Ooh. talk about sergio's that sounded good ian you just opened something that uh, i think you're really excited about getting to what what do we have here? Okay, so I want to point out, this is uh, Elmer T. Lee, Kentucky Street Bourbon Whiskey. It says uh, uh, single barrel sour mash. Now, the only other whiskey I know that says sour mash, I'm not a big fan of unless you're mis- mixing it. So um, mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> Jack a little... Daniels. <laughs> that would be the one. <laughs> you know, I mean, and it's okay in a mix. You know, like a Jack and Coke mm-hmm. tastes like a mm-hmm. Jack and Coke, which is nice. We've talked and, about this on yeah, the right. show, though. Have, like, have you had their single barrel cast strength? Yes, they, actually yes, because we've talked about that on the show. <laughs> which goes? Did you like it or not like it? No, I do like it. It's it's, it's okay, moving okay. in the right direction. You mm-hmm. know, we talked mm-hmm. about moving towards higher proofs and uh, and actually, as far as sour mash goes, the uh, funny story is most whiskey, most bourbon is used. They use the sour mash technique. I did not know this. They don't always thought, advertise it. So. I thought that sour mash was like a particular thing that they did. You know, yeah, so no, that's why when I saw this, I was kind of very excited. common, very common. And this w- is going to be a very easy drinker for you guys too. This is actually highly coveted. It's allocated, which means if you can usually find it, uh, oftentimes liquor stores who are privy to how rare it is uh, tend to charge quite a penny for it. But if you're lucky, you get it for around thirty. If uh, you're wow. not lucky, you can find it for as high as seventy. Yeah, okay. It's so, an a- holy Toledo, it's an I'm buying this single barrel, and it's fantastic. Elmer T. Lee, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Is uh, what I'm reading right off the front, and Ian, did we show this one to the camera? I want to make sure we do so. that. Let me so, get that up there. But uh, I w- I'm going to tell you while I'm showing this to the camera, I'm going to tell you this might be one of the smoothest straight whiskeys, and it's a single barrel. Yeah, like this is amazing. Wow, it, guys! Great thing about it is if you if you were to say that if there were a Mount Rushmore of bourbon, I think they'd be up there. If, if there were more than five spots, because there's definitely more than. <laughs> uh, but but there there are uh, it's like are being four asked spots. to choose your favorite child. You know, you yeah. can't no, that's do pretty that. easy. It's the youngest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is vanilla and oak. Maybe and not necessarily the youngest when it comes to whiskey, though. Of course, yeah. yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. This is amazing. This is you were saying vanilla and vanilla oak? and oak. A little I get bit both of, uh, of those. A little butter, a little bit uh, butter. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Get a little um, pecan on the finish. What's that? A little pecan. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. go with that. Yeah, I'd love to try it with a little water. I bet yeah, that's going to bring out some yeah. interesting stuff. Here's too. some water, Ian. Try that. Uh, that's that's really just terrific. So, 
you know, I, I don't mean. One of the things I, I worry about sometimes on this show is that we we like so much of the stuff that we try. I wonder people may we, not think we're legit. People, yeah, people think we're just total homers. But All you have like, to do is watch the video. You'll see that we actually are enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You can see. And, and it, in, in all fairness, like this is really good stuff. Holy it's cow! Really I am stuff. like you are now With directly affecting sales of Elmer T. Lee. <laughs> well, we wouldn't. We wouldn't. I'm stopping it. on my way home. If you can find it, if you find it, pick yeah, pick, pick a couple up, up for us. Of, yeah, because yeah. yeah. like I said, they're allocated, so they're hard to find. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. Um, is is stuff that's harder to find like that? Is it worth searching for it on the oh, internet? Oh, yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah definitely. There, for those who who know, uh, you know, the first rule of Fight Club, but there are some secondary places <laughs> to find these. All right. Well, the first uh, rule of smoking and toasting is that we only have five segments, and our final one is coming up. So uh, we will be back with more tasting and uh, more about the Houston Whiskey Social coming up. Welcome back to Smoking and Toasting. We are so glad to have you uh, listening to the program wherever you are. And by the way, you've got to uh, go to our Facebook page and uh, follow along because uh, we share some pretty cool stuff there. It's not just that we, you know, we're not collecting your info or anything like that. We could care less about that. We just want to, like, drink and smoke and do a show. Uh, so we're not trying to, like, collect all your info. But it would be really cool if you would follow us and we can share stuff with you. Uh, like I mentioned, the uh, article that Bobby uh, passed on uh, to us earlier, That's it's a great article. You will love reading it. And there's a link to it on our Facebook page. There's also photos of all this amazing whiskey that we're trying uh, here. So if you weren't able to see the Facebook Live uh, uh, broadcast of the show. You can uh, kind of check in and see what things look like. And uh, Christopher Hart and Yuante Curry are here with us. They are the event producers of the second annual Whitney, uh, Houston Whiskey Social, uh, which is going down on Friday, May the 19th. It is uh, from 7 to 9.30 p.m., although VIPs get in earlier. And it is I will be the, there. Come hang out with me. Yeah, the Houston Scottish Rite Event Center. Yeah, Ian will be there. Come drink with him. Uh, I, unfortunately, am going to be uh, um, uh, out of town. But uh, Ian will be there, and he will be drinking and smoking. And, uh, and dude, if you actually get to smoke a cigar with a relative of Winston Churchill... That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Like, like you're gonna you're gonna so have a story over on me, and I'm like totally jealous about this right now. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> yes, yeah, totally jealous about it. But guys, this is a great event. I mean, the event that you've described, I think, is the preeminent sort of whiskey event. Like you've really done it right, including some of the stuff that you've told us that you can't actually share, you know, uh, um, in advance because of the way that uh, certain certain laws work. But even even the stuff that you have shared, like, it seems to me, price-wise, you guys are getting it right. Like, uh, the amount of stuff that you have going on, the number of different whiskeys, and then this whole ability to taste through time. I don't know if that's what you're calling that segment. That's of a great the, way. That's we should have called it that. Time. I <laughs> love that. I wish I had had the foresight. Yeah, that that is just so cool. Like, So hats off to you for planning, not just planning just another whiskey event, but one that really is different and cool. Well, at, at our core, we're, 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 we're fans, we're nerds, we're fanatics, we're, we're whiskey drinkers. I mean, at our core, this is just as much fun for us as it is for the guests. Mm-hmm. I, I think that, you know, the four, there's four, we're the fourth largest city Mm-hmm. And every other city has an established 
beautiful, large-scale whiskey festival except Houston. We've got a few things going on, but I, I want a whiskey festival here in Houston that is that is done by Houstonians for Houstonians that has some of the coolest stories. You, I mean, like like, the, like he mentioned, Winston Churchill is going to stick around. Oh, sorry, Jonathan Sands, Winston Churchill's great-grandson, is going to stick around right. uh, and smoke cigars with anyone who wants to smoke a cigar with him. <sighs> You get to smoke Dude, cigars. That's huge. With direct lineage me? of of probably the most influential the, prime minister in the last hundred years, and arguably the single most famous cigar smoker of, of all time. time. He's got right. his own cigar size. Maybe Fidel Castro would be the only the one second. who could challenge right. him for and that. Then, yeah. And then George, George Burns. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. John F. Kennedy nope. would John be third, Kennedy, second yeah. or third. Yeah. We're, mean, we're we're making a top five list here. This is pretty cool. Okay, so we got Winston <laughs> Churchill at number one, and then we got Fidel Castro at number two. George Burns at number three. Uh, I'm going to give it to um, John F. Kennedy. Give it to John Kennedy, F. Kennedy man. at four. At least for Americans. At least for Do Americans. Do you go Schwarzenegger at five or no? Well, in uh, the last two decades, yeah. Yeah, Schwarzenegger. Yeah, the, 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 I would say the last generation or two generations worth of smokers. Uh, I mean, he's pretty. He's a yeah, pretty yeah. iconic and, cigar and pretty smoker. well identified with the cigar yeah, too. So. Yeah. Okay, I would put me on that list. I'm pretty awesome. We've just <laughs> d- we've just done a really serious top five list. That was but awesome. I'll go for number six. <laughs> I'm, I'm not greedy. Too. So that, <laughs> Ian, you, you're six. <laughs> I'm, not, okay. I'm number six. I'm, Ian, you know, I'm not greedy. Ian Barry, number six. Yeah. All right, we'll take it. <laughs> nice uh, guys. We I think if we hurry, and I don't like the word hurry attached to. Um, Whiskey. At all. You're, yeah. you're actually late. I actually have some Russell Reserve. Oh, dude. Well, let's uh, let in my pour, glass here. I passed it, it to you. Oh, you did. See? Yes, I passed it to you. Yeah, uh, and this. All right. So, talk to us about Russell's Reserve. So, uh, here it goes. Uh, the particular bottle you're you're drinking is uh, a single barrel pick from probably one of the most well-known or well-respected bourbon groups. Uh, This is from the Bourbon Cartel. It is a nice little private group of guys. It consists of about 30 individuals with well-developed palates. This one was picked with uh, a great well-known guy out of of, uh, D.C. named Prav. Uh, But they basically picked a Russell's Reserve pick, and if I'm not mistaken, they did it alongside old Jimmy Russell. Yes, it's got Jimmy Russell's signature on here, and Jimmy Russell, of course, had the signature on the bottle of the Wild Turkey Diamond anniversary that we had. Jimmy so. or Eddie, I forget which one, but they actually went They're up both there to visit it. the distillery, yeah. and they actually tasted several barrels in his little, in his particularly uh, private honey hole, where he, mm-hmm. he, you know, certain area of the warehouse where he keeps his oh. his particular favorite picks. But this is a private barrel pick of that, and I got to tell you. It's phenomenal. I mean, I just did the nose on this. This has wonderful. (laughs) 55%. Wow. This is fantastic. Yeah, it's big. It's huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the flavor is good. The heat is wonderful. Like it's it's this nice even heat from front to back. It's it doesn't go away and disappear. It's just super even all the way back. Uh, even on a retro hail, it's oily. It's I'm, got a little oily kind of mouthfeel to it. Yeah, it's I'm going to proclaim wonderful. this to be my favorite of everything we've tasted oh, today. It's, phenomenal. it's so it's good. good. It's phenomenal. Yeah. In fact, I'd wow. like to do part, – part of our goal here is we don't just have our annual festival. We do dinners throughout the year, and we do private barrel picks. I'd like to – I mean, let's be honest with you. Uh, for those who've heard this spiel a thousand times – when your favorite band comes to Texas or your favorite comedian, mm-hmm. they go to Dallas or Austin. They don't come to Houston, you know, besides Beyonce, but she's from here. So 
we want to have more of these particular barrel picks here because they don't Texas doesn't get many. Okay, so let's let's say I go to um, that's the, also a Houston luxury tax y- issue, isn't it? Well, yeah. Possibly, possibly. So and I don't mind paying for it. Just give me the good stuff. Let's say I go to the whiskey social and I taste this and I go, "Oh my god, I have to have a bottle of this for myself." How can I get a bottle? You can't. In this particular case, you can't. Wow. So it, it, this this particular uh, group, they basically- Sorry, everybody out there. No, it's okay. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> I, I have a, a another bottle that I plan on featuring at the event because I don't want people to just come and buy or come and taste the stuff that they can get anywhere. Mm-hmm. I want them to come and taste stuff they can't get anywhere. So they can look forward to coming next year. It's a, it's a combination- <laughs> I, I, I think it's a combination of the two, though. Really, you know, it, because you do you want to come and you want to taste some things. You go, oh, that's great! I need to add that to my bar. Right. I, I right. want to attract nerds. I, yeah, I want right. I want people to, but to also, turn into the fanatics. Uh, and you know, uh, you may remember Ian when we were at the Balvini uh, uh, the Balvini event at the um, at, at the B and B. Yeah, yeah. And we tasted what was it a thirty five year? The thirty year old. Uh, it was the yeah. thirty year old. Yeah, that was pretty brilliant. I'm not going to be buying that bottle anytime. That's a thousand dollar bottle. Yeah, I'm not going to be buying that anytime soon but what an experience to have tasted it yeah. and what you're telling me is there's going to be some of those kind of experiences like that right, stuff was coach. so good i wanted to take back things i didn't even steal yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's the goal so we we russell's reserve will be there and i will feature another bourbon cartel pick it's the this same is, same single barrel, so it's just delicious. It's pretty amazing, but you can't get it here. Even this even the so, woman who works for Russell's cannot get this bottle. This is so good that I, you know, the only thing I can think of to say right now is, "Hey, look over there!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, what on earth could that be? <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. Uh, I think we have time uh, to taste one more. One more? Okay, yes. absolutely. Uh, I like to recommend uh, Elijah Craig Small Batch Barrel Proof. Oh, is, oh is I thought we had already we, done that. Is we that didn't, one, right? No, we didn't. Oh, this is absolutely perfect. No, absolutely. You, know you guys did that. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't done but that. But you know what? You I thought wanted, this, this, wasn't this the first one we did? No. No, you sure? No. You want uh, to what's the first put, one we did? You want to did put the headphones on No, the on first it, one we did was- um, The Balconies, gotcha. The yeah. Balconies, yes. Okay, so- And that was good. This is going to be a treat. This is what happens when you're enjoying it as you To beat the wrestles. This is the Russell's Reserve. Well, this is, is definitely up there. So Elijah Craig is also a featured sponsor, and a, and I'm a big fan. And, I, and I'll be honest with you, we kind of approached my the ones I felt like would really hit home <laughs> for their featured offerings um, to, to see if they wanted to be a featured sponsor. Now, this is the Barrel Proof, 12-year-old Barrel Proof. Correct. That's, that's, that's the 3.5%. And we're closing. We're closing in on two minutes for the show. So tell us. I want to make sure we uh, have another opportunity to really um, tell people what they need to know about the event. But very quickly, what do we need to know about this whiskey? So Elijah Craig uh, has done twelve years, a twelve-year-old for many years. They recently switched to it being a non-age stated, but their barrel-proof program, meaning it comes out of the barrel mm-hmm. exactly, no added water. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's foolproof. This one's coming in wow. at. Uh, 63 and a half. Yeah. Ooh. Holy cow. So I guess you'd round up almost 64%. It'll it'll light you up. But it, I, honestly, Elijah Craig's Barrel Proof is some of the most coveted Elijah Craig out there, even more so than their 18, which I prefer the Barrel Proof over the 18. It's just some of the best stuff out there. And this, save you some coin. This makes me feel like I'm drinking something really expensive. Is it? Uh, well, no. You can actually find this around sixty bucks if, no you're, if you're lucky, and some some of them some stores who know what they have will push it to eighty. This is something def- definitely special. It's, it really is. It gets yeah. it gets bought up almost immediately. I mean, people as soon as they find it, they buy what they can. Wow. Yeah. And How you awesome should. is it to be putting out a product 
that people snatch and up I want to point out as right. soon as it comes I want to point out to everybody out there it is 63% you should add a little water yeah. yes you really <laughs> should in fact pass that water over you here. should <laughs> yes and in fact we'll because actually have <laughs> we'll actually have water at the event um, last year we used this phenomenal brand Theoni um, they make fantastic uh, water, but I believe it's from Greece. I mean, it's just oh, it worked really well. So this year, all water should be from Greece. If you would prefer to have water, we will have Theoni there so that you can add a little water to your whiskey. And believe it or not, which kind of breaks my heart, we'll have some what they call dump buckets. So you've got 200 whiskeys. You can't really hit all those all in one night. But if you w- taste it and you don't like it, feel free to that pour will it out. not stop me yeah. from trying. We've right. managed it won't to stop avoid, me from swallowing. <laughs> we've managed to avoid the dump bucket so far today. I didn't so that's swallow. A good thing. I swear. Uh, guys, the event is Friday, May the 19th. Uh, it is general admission from 7 to 9.30 p.m., although VIPs are admitted at 6. It takes place at the Houston Scottish Rite Event Center, 2401 West Belfort Boulevard in Houston, which is down uh, near NRG Stadium. Come hang out with and, me. And uh, Ian will be there, and it's going to be a great Guys, this sounds like a really fantastic event, and we just embrace it and endorse it and encourage everybody to go. Thank I, you. Come smoke. I really appreciate it. Whiskey Social. Yes. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Thank you for being guys. here, both of you yeah, guys. Thanks. And uh, you're welcome to come back anytime. This is Radio Brave. Keep listening. It gets even better. Now let's do it up. Ra- Ra- Radio Brave.